Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A killer Christmas. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Police say 45-year-old Bruce Pardo was having marital problems. He walked into the party dressed as Santa just before midnight, then immediately took aim with a handgun at his estranged wife, her mother, father, sisters, brother, and sister-in-law. One family member reportedly escaped by jumping out a bathroom window. On Christmas Eve, 45-year-old Bruce Jeffrey Pardo entered a West Covina Christmas party wearing a Santa suit and a bunch of guns and killed nine people. The Covina Massacre. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh-oh. Hope you have a great Christmas. To you and yours. Just, I want you to wrap yourself up in this warm story of murder, betrayal, and killing. I think we tried to find, maybe try to find something a little, a little less intense. A little lighter. <laughs> this was... No. You asked for this. You asked yeah. for us today. Yeah. You asked, you're wrapping presents with your kids and you're listening to this, I hope. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I hope, you know what I hope? I hope this is the gift that you give, is uh, is turning people on to ghost town. Yeah. That's a gift you can give everyone. Yeah. Bring everyone joy. And like, is there a and receipt? Peace. And they're like, no, it was free. Yeah. And they're For like, good reason. I want to return my time. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But I, so do you like the x-ray specs? I was really- The band? Into, yeah. Yeah. I was really oh, into bondage them. up yours? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so into Polystyrene. them. Polystyrene. Polystyrene. She recorded a song in 2010 called Black Christmas. And I had listened to it, and I didn't really connect, but it's a song about what we're going to talk about today. It's a song about the Covina Massacre, 1129 East Knollcrest Drive. So I think that's a really fun, like, again, making light of something uh, a little bit heavier, making art out of tragedy. That's what we're doing right now, honestly, right? That's all we're art. doing. This is art. art. Like this is it. high art. You have, you know, it's Picasso you know, was a visual artist. And we it's are, Picasso eating some McDonald's. <laughs> we did just eat a bucket of chicken. It is not a joke. I'm so sorry. But we're in the red headspace. You need to eat a bucket of chicken. We eat a bucket of chicken before every episode we record. So we can feel our best. We're athletes, really. We're just training for art and goodness. So let's go now, my Christmas friends, deep, deep into the valley and meet a little boy named Jeffrey Pardo. He was born and raised in the San Fernando Valley and was a graduate of John H. Francis Polytechnic High School in Sun Valley and California State University, Northridge. That's where he went to college, again, valley-oriented. He worked at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, JPL, in La Cunada, Flintridge. 
While working there, he'd do fun things like hack his co-workers' computers to gain access to information like their salaries. He'd also, like, not really show up to work, just kind of sort of show up to work. In 1988, he stood up his fiancée, Delia, also a JPL employee at the altar, emptied their joint bank account and spent the money on a vacation in Palm Springs. In 2001, he lived in Woodland Hills with his girlfriend, Eleanor, and their small son, Matthew. He seemed to be doing a lot better. He wasn't, I don't know, uh, committing crimes. Uh, But one day, Eleanor went out leaving Pardo with their son. The son was unsupervised and fell into their backyard swimming pool, resulting in permanent brain damage and paraplegia. He met Sylvia Orza in 2004, also at work. The pair were immediately drawn to each other and married in in 2006. Sylvia had three kids from another relationship. Pardo refused to open a joint bank account uh, with his new wife and expected her to take care of her own three children with her own finances. But things overall seemed okay. Pardo bought them this insanely large home in La Cunada, Flint Ridge. Again, things seemed okay, not perfect, but going okay. The couple regularly attended and volunteered at church. Pardo's mother, Nancy, was still in contact with Eleanor and her grandson and one day disclosed some of the information to Sylvia that they existed, that Pardo had a son, which made Sylvia very angry. She had no idea her husband had a son that he was not in contact with. But then later she found out that he was still claiming Matthew as a dependent on his taxes. So Sylvia filed for divorce in April 2008. In June 2008, divorce court had ordered Bruce Pardo to pay $1,785 a month in spousal support. During the divorce proceeding, Bruce had confided to a friend that his wife was quote, taking him to the cleaners. In July, Pardo was fired for billing false hours and the court suspended the support payments due to hardship. He was also not getting uh, unemployment, which is very hard for him, again, trying to keep up this house, keeping up payments. He was required to pay Sylvia $10,000 as part of their divorce settlement, according to court documents. Sylvia kept the wedding ring and the family dog. Good for her. In a court declaration, Pardo complained that Sylvia was living with her parents, not paying rent, and had spent lavishly on a luxury car, gambling trips to Las Vegas, meals at fine restaurants, massages, and golf lessons. Living the high life, rent-free, taking his, this innocent man's money. So you can see how skewed his perception of all of this was, and the fact that like he was always the victim. He got very depressed and was quickly unraveling and went to Gun World in Burbank. Actually, I know exactly where that is. Do you know where Gun World is? No. It's like, there's a part of Burbank where it's just like a bunch of gun stores, and Gun World was always like, damn, okay, legit. So he would go to Burbank, and on July 13th, paid about $100 for a 9mm. In July, he was fired for billing fraudulent hours again, went back to Gun World for some more guns, and then he went back four other times, just collecting guns, one by one. He then ordered a Santa outfit, saying it was for a children's party, and requested a custom fit. He was about 6'4". He wanted it very roomy. He paid for the suit in full and tipped the costumer $20 for the trouble. A little little window of generosity in a very dark tale. At approximately 11.30 p.m. on December 24, 2008, Pardo, dressed in a Santa Claus suit, knocked on the door of his former in-law's house. There were about 25 people there, and they were having a Christmas party. With a present that contained a homemade flamethrower on a trolley, on a trolley, and two 9mm semi-automatic handguns. But don't worry, he also had two additional 9mm semi-automatic handguns on him as well. All bought from Gunworld, care of Gunworld. 
Moments after the door opened, Pardo pulled out the two handguns and immediately shot his eight-year-old niece Katrina in the face as she was running to greet him. He then fired indiscriminately at fleeing partygoers. Police speculate that Pardo may have stood over and politely executed some of the victims using a bunch of other handguns, silently, just trying to kill people at this poor, poor Christmas party. Let's take a little yeah. break right now. You want to just take a put the guns down for a second? Just for a second. Step out of the world. Put them back on the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. For a later date. And we're back. We're back. It's interesting that we're talking about Los Angeles, essentially, in the Valley, in the San Fernando Valley. And Covina is in what county is it? Covina is um, around, like, it's it's south of downtown. Okay. You know? Um, But it's... Yeah. Is it near, uh, like, Pasadena? It's past Pasadena. It's like, because if you're working at JPL, you would, like, living in Covina would be a good, like, 30-minute drive. Um, We've done an episode on JPL. Yeah, we have. Um, Everything is linked. Everything is linked. So it's interesting that we're doing a Christmas episode about being in Los Angeles, Mm because I moved to... I say California in 2004 and Los Angeles in 2006. And this is the very first Christmas I'll be spending in Los Angeles. Wow. I spent it in one other Christmas in California in general, but not Los Angeles. And last Christmas I spent in Las Vegas and I usually mm-hmm. spend it in New York or New Jersey. And I got tired of that. So this is my first Christmas in Los Angeles. Are you excited? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty I excited. I spend every Christmas here, which is, it's my favorite time of year. LA is emptied out. No one's around. Everyone's a little freaked out that like, because this place is so activity obsessed and work obsessed that when you can't do those things. It runs on chaos a little bit. Yeah. People are like, what do I do? Uh, 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 what, what are you doing right now? Do you want to go to the West side? And you're like, yeah, 15 minutes away. I will go to the West side. Absolutely. You'll go to the, you'll go to Santa Monica just cause you can. Oh, just on a lark, baby. I'll grab a, a sandwich across town. Cause I can grab a Sammy across town. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta put some miles on that car. Great. No, I, I love being here. I think it's really fun. I enjoy just hanging out with the other people who are like around. I want to see cats with my brother who's coming to town. So that'll be I a might fun. Take you. I was a little, let me, yeah, I might, yeah, you want to uh, go? Yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of that. Yeah. See what happens. So, do some eating. Yeah. Do that's, some napping. Yeah. It'll be great. Just like an actual cat. Just like a, be, see, see cats and be a cat. You got to live that cat lifestyle. Also, if. Uh, you want to listen to another episode that is in Los Angeles as well. Pretty uplifting 
if you go over and check out the newest episode of Strange Year, wherever mm-hmm. you get podcast, the year is 2009, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you'll find out what the episode's about. And it's uh, super uplifting. Yeah? No. You're going to leave and you'll be like, wow, I feel energy lifted from me. I'm going to go take a hike. No. No. I'm just going back 10 years Ooh. and then the next episode might go back 20 years. Ooh. Have a little too fun. Far. Have a little what fun. kind of dark things lurk go, in the shadows of 20 years ago? Go check out Strange Year and find out. Whoa. Just me talking about. Uh, picking one year and the strange things that happened during that year. But I focus on one particular thing. The one thing I found strange in 2009 that I found strange, I went, I leaned in on. So go check that out. And if you want more episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Yeah. Bonus episodes and then some like early access with Uh no ads or mostly no ads, hopefully. Yeah. We'll fill your stocking with anything. It was so much, so much content to consume. Do you need chicken? Because there's plenty here. (laughs) We'll stuff, we'll stuff. It smells horrible here. We'll stuff your stocking. And you can also, Mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, wish wish us a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, you can go to Instagram Mm -hmm. at Ghost Town Pod. That's right. I'm glad that you are saying all the tags tonight because I'm off and I feel like I'll mess them up. After a year and a half of this podcast, I still can't get it right. Can I put you on blast? You you may. Okay, so we went to a combo (laughs) KFC Taco Bell, which I didn't realize. I don't know if I've ever actually been home. And then Rebecca (laughs) orders KFC and she's like, wait, I need to order an appetizer Mm -hmm. of two tacos. I need to be appetized. I'm very hungover and I need that sustenance. Yeah. My body is like, have lettuce. And I'm like, no, 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 body. I'm the master of you. Yeah. I will have four tacos, please, before I get to that bucket of chicken. Jason's just sitting there silently enduring. It's just hard. It's a hard life. We're getting to the end of the year. I feel bloated, very gross. Have is I had water today? So you're cashing in your sick days, but it's your health days? It is my health days. I'm still sipping from a KFC. Oh. I got a, so- a roadie sodi. The the bag was so heavy, <laughs> I hurt my shoulder carrying it. Yeah. He, he blew out his shoulder. So I blew that. out a quad, a hammy, yeah. a shoulder. <laughs> so you have to go to PT yeah, uh, I gotta, for I, the next six months. I got to so. go to PT. Exactly. But we you know what we should go back to? This? Covina, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's head back to Covina. Because Christmas is still going on right now. So Christmas let's... is still happening right now. So these shootings happened. They were horrible. After the shootings, Pardo unwrapped the package containing the homemade flamethrower and used it to spray racing fuel gasoline to set the home ablaze. Nine people died from either gunfire or flames, and three others were wounded. The eight-year-old girl who was shot in the face with severe but not life-threatening injuries, thankfully, again, non-life-threatening, a 16-year-old girl was shot and wounded in the back, and a 20-year-old woman who suffered a broken ankle jumped out of the second-floor window. There was one survivor who called the authorities during the attack after escaping to a neighbor's house. The resulting fire soared approximately 40 to 50 feet and took 80 firefighters and an hour and a half to extinguish. Due to the intensity of the fire, identification of the victims was done via their dental records, which, you know how bad that is when there's so few remains of somebody, you have to be like, we got to get the teeth of this person just to find their humanity. Give them a positive identification. Awful. And, and also happened very quickly, considering the amount of damage. After the attack, Pardo put on his street clothes and drove his Dodge Caliber rental car to his brother's house in Silmar, 
about 30 miles away from the crime scene, where he was later found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. His brother was not there at the home when he died. It was initially believed that Pardo intended to flee to Canada by plane since he had bought an airline ticket to a flight on Air Canada. However, it was subsequently discovered that the flight itinerary on Northwest Airlines was from Los Angeles to Moline, Illinois, with a layover in Minnesota. Pardo had, he actually intended to visit, or if his flight, you know, was to fool investigators, we are not sure. He had visited his friend there before in October 2008, so maybe he was trying to get there. Other reports stated that the Santa suit had melted during the flamethrower portion of the attack and had adhered to his skin so it couldn't all be removed. However, suffering from severe third-degree burns on his arms stemming from the blaze, Pardo decided to go against his initial plan. Police found $17,000 in cash cling-wrapped on his legs inside a girdle. His rental car, parked one block from his brother's house, had been rigged with remnants of his Santa suit that would detonate the car with black powder if removed. Also recovered from the scene were four 13-round capacity handguns that were empty and at least 200 rounds of ammunition. Suggesting that what had been inside the car was being treated as a threat, a bomb squad fired an incendiary device into it, burning and destroying it. At Pardo's house in Montrose, police had recovered five empty boxes for semi-automatic handguns, a Benelli M2 tactical shotgun, and a container for his high-octane fuel tank gasoline. They also found what was described as a virtual bomb factory in his home. Woo! At least three victims' deaths were caused by gunshot wounds alone, while four others died from a combination of both gunshot wounds and fire. Two other deaths stemmed from the fire alone. At least 13 children were orphaned after the massacre, and two others lost one parent. Police speculate that the motive of the attack was related to his marital problems. Pardo's wife of one year had settled their divorce finally, the week before, and, you know, based on not having money, based on not knowing where his next paycheck was coming from, based on all of this debt being saddled up from his divorce and expenses and maybe his other child, like, he just, an already bad person, and I think I can say that pretty confidently, lost it. Like, he legit lost it, but not in a way where, like, someone might snap. It's It was more like he was slowly losing it, buying guns, getting the things, and then just pulled the trigger, literally. Thank you to Associated Press, Morbid Minds, the Chicago Tribune, and the LA Times. I feel like having a bomb factory, you know, you could say it could have been worse, maybe, depending Mm -hmm. on what... I mean, if you need a... a, You're making that many bombs. Mm -hmm. You're Like you said, this has got to be more of a slow burn and not like, I'm just going to snap. This is probably a long time coming. And I'm sure there's got to be... I mean, maybe there's got to be a little bit more of like, oh, I, I have high alimony. Yeah. It, you know, that it's got to be a, a lot of it, but I'm sure there's, I mean, they don't really talk too much about his, you know, his life growing up and his history, but mm-hmm. I mean. But I, his I, mom seemed like a pretty okay person. Like she seemed like she really liked, like from the research that I did, the people that he had as his partners and that she was kind of against him. Like even, um, I didn't mention this detail when we were talking about this, but when they were going through the court proceedings, she actually sat on the side of Sylvia, his soon-to-be ex-wife, and not on his side when he was witnessing. So like you said, he felt uh, like the world like was against totally them. totally abandoned, which is weird because it's like, you know, you're right. I think most of his life was probably fine. I mean, who knows, you know? But he'd been pretty shady for most of his life. He could have probably just disappeared, you know? But to make him do this very specific and violent act... Like, where did it shift from him doing bad things to really hurting people? 
or maybe, you know, like, again, there's theories around his son, what happened to his son in the pool. Did he, did he have some part in it while his partner was gone? It's hard to say. Uh, we just don't know. And, you know, and thankfully he won't be hurting anyone again. Right. Ooh. So Covina, damn, you know, Covina, you didn't see this one coming, did you? <laughs> no, you didn't think this, you thought this was going to be a, a Covina-less Christmas. No, it's, it's Covina fill. Your, your cup runneth over with Covina, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but we know you guys like the dark ones. Yeah, so. And so we, we decided to wrap a little Christmas gift. No yeah. guns inside. No. Just a podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Alexa. And have you always been curious if Winona Ryder is actually crazy? Are you dying to learn how to stay out of a cult? Then you should definitely check out the Psyched Podcast. The podcast where two psychotherapists analyze real and fictional figures from pop culture and tell you all about the obscure psychological phenomenon that your Psych 101 class didn't have time to tell you about. So grab your cocktail and head over to thepsychedpodcast.com and check us out. And don't forget to go to therapy and get your shit together. Bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.